Now is the time and wherever you are is the place. The Citadel makes it easier to earn your degree by offering master's degrees, graduate certificates, and undergraduate degree completion programs that are entirely online. Flexible scheduling makes these programs convenient for working professionals. Online classes are held to the same high standards that consistently name the Citadel the number one master's granting public college in the South. The Citadel. Online. On your time. Visit citadel.edu slash online. WFLF Pine Hills, Orlando, WMGF HD3 Mount Dora, Orlando, W226BT Orlando, and W231CT Orlando. News Radio WFLA Orlando, an iHeart radio station. Good morning, Orlando. Great to have you with us bright and early on a Wednesday morning at 6 for our very first check of Central Florida's news, weather, and traffic on News Radio WFLA Orlando, now on FM 94.1, FM 93.1, and still on AM 540. I'm Bud Hedinger. And I'm Alan Spector. Our top stories this hour the coronavirus toll continues to rise and joe biden takes florida more in one minute cash to workers and businesses trump's trillion dollar coronavirus relief plan what do you think about it we're talking about it next on good morning orlando 602 on news radio wfla orlando the total of coronavirus cases worldwide now tops 199,000 with more than 8,000 deaths. The number of confirmed cases in the United States is now above the 6,000 mark. The death toll from the illness in this country has topped 100. Every state has at least one case after West Virginia reported its first yesterday. There are 216 confirmed cases in Florida and seven deaths. The coronavirus pandemic is prompting Governor Ron DeSantis to shut down Florida's bars and nightclubs for 30 days. We don't want large crowds of people congregating right now. We want to have enough isolation uh, so that the virus has more difficulty spreading throughout the community. The new rules took effect last night. The governor also announced that public colleges and universities will transition to online only for the rest of the school year. And testing requirements for K-12 through students are canceled for the school year. Public school campuses will be closed through at least April 15th, and the schools will be given more flexibility to start distance learning programs. President Trump is confirming creation of a massive economic stimulus proposal. It's going to be big, it's going to be bold, and the uh, level, again, of enthusiasm to get something done, I don't think I've ever seen anything quite like it. Treasury Secretary Steve Mnuchin suggested that the aim is to flood the struggling economy with money. He said the administration is looking at sending checks to Americans immediately. The Washington Post is reporting that the stimulus plan will cost about $850 billion. Some believe well over a trillion when all is said and done will lay out what is being proposed, ask folks what they think of it, and how the listeners rate President Trump's handling of the coronavirus crisis. A one-word texting poll coming up. This news brought to you by Trustco Bank, Florida's hometown bank. It was another big night for Joe Biden with the Democratic presidential candidate scoring primary victories in Illinois, Arizona, and here in Florida. He took 62% of the vote in the Sunshine State, easily outdistancing Bernie Sanders, who got 23%. Biden reached out to Sanders' supporters. I hear you. I know what's at stake. I know what we have to do. Our goal as a campaign, and my goal as a candidate for president, is to unify this party 
and then to unify the nation. In the Florida Republican primary, President Trump collected 94% of the vote. Last night, live on WFLA, our colleague Mark Logos anchored our Decision 2020 coverage of the primary. He will be here live to analyze the results and where the presidential race is headed 10 after 8 on Good Morning Orlando. After scrubbing the launch this past weekend, SpaceX will try to send up 60 Starlink satellites from the Kennedy Space Center this morning. Liftoff of the Falcon 9 rocket is scheduled for right around when we'll be talking to Mark Logos, 8.16 this morning from Launchpad 39A. This will be the sixth round of satellites that SpaceX has lofted for Starlink. So I just tell Mark in the middle of the interview, hey, uh, hang on a second. I'm going to run up on the roof and get a look at this baby. Exactly. I'll be back. (laughs) No, we, though, will be following the launch. You can count on that. And it looks like Tom Brady may have already decided on his next spot in the NFL and... It's not far from here. From the Bay State to Tampa Bay, according to multiple reports, Tom Brady will sign a deal with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers that will pay him $30 million per season. The deal is essentially done, barring anything unforeseen, but no official date of when this deal will be confirmed. The 42-year-old quarterback surprised some on Tuesday when he announced he would be leaving the New England Patriots after two decades with them, where he led the Pats to six Super Bowl wins. Now, if the Bucs deal does become official, the question now is if Brady will be allowed to sport the number 12. That currently belongs to Tampa receiver Chris Goss. Matt Napolitano, Fox News. Gotta give him number 12. They're already renaming the Bay Area Tampa Bay. I'm excited. If he can't stay with the Patriots, I'm excited I may be able to get over and see him. Have you ever, I mean, have I ever told you how much Tom Brady is awesome? How much oh, I just love see, Tom Brady. See, you're a Bucks fan. Are you changing your just tune, the great, Just the greatest quarterback of all time. <laughs> ne- never cheats or oh, anything. Oh, man. And how does Jameis Winston feel about all this? Not very well. I'm, I'm not sure where he heads at this point. He had 5,000 yards, 30 touchdowns, but 30 picks. Turnovers are the big issue with Jameis Winston. And Brady's very careful with the ball. But still, Jameis Winston has a lot of talent. I wouldn't be surprised if they try to deal him at this point. Yeah. WFLA News time is 6.06. A drunk driver coughs on a cop and tells him she has coronavirus. That story's online at WFLAOrlando.com. Lock her up. Rude. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at WFLA Orlando. The first hour of Good Morning Orlando starts now. News Radio WFLA Orlando is available everywhere with the iHeartRadio app. Now number one for podcasting. News Radio WFLA Orlando, an iHeartRadio station. Life without parole for that chick, Alan. I'm telling you, no mercy. You she can't is, be doing that. She is facing charges, bud. Okay. Don't all worry. All right. But heading around, Inspector Mike Yaffe, Melissa Fox here until 9 o'clock. Right off the top, we have a one-word texting poll for you, and we want you to vote right now. We're going to be tallying up the votes throughout the show. The question, how do you rate President Trump's handling of the coronavirus crisis? Text either great, good, fair or bad to 23680. Again, how do you rate President Trump's handling of the coronavirus crisis? Text either great, good, fair or bad to 23680. Suddenly, he was being criticized by everybody. Now he's receiving some praise across party lines. We'll see what you think. We're going to get into what the Trump administration is proposing in the way of a financial relief package that is massive in the face of the advancing coronavirus crisis. It is coming right up, 
and we definitely want to debate this with you. Do you like what you're about to hear or do you not? That's the question in uh, our first half hour, and uh, we'll get started right now. After an update of Orlando's news, weather, and traffic in just two minutes on Good Morning Orlando, it is 6.08. Headlining our our hot coronavirus uh, topic of this half hour, President Trump is supporting sending Americans money. Checks of at least $1,000 could reportedly be sent out within two weeks to avoid a coronavirus recession. The Treasury Secretary, Steve Mnuchin, isn't giving out an exact amount, but he is aiming for a total believed to be in the neighborhood of a quarter of a billion dollars in these payments. Updates at least every 10 minutes in the top stories all morning here in Good Morning Orlando. Now on FM 94.1, still on FM 93.1, 107.7 HD3, AM 540, and the iHeart Radio app. This is News Radio WFLA Orlando. Welcome back to Good Morning Orlando. It's Melissa Fox along with Michael Yaffe and Master Control. The Bud Man is in his host chair, and we have a one-word texting poll right now. Yeah. It is, how do you rate President Trump's handling of the coronavirus crises? How do you rate President Trump's handling of the coronavirus crisis? You can text either great, good, fair, or bad to 23680. Again, how do you rate President Trump's handling of the coronavirus crisis? Text either great, good, fair, or bad to our text line, 23680. All right, let's get to it. And as a fiscal conservative, I'm choking hard on this one, but I'm just wondering whether this is something that flat out in a unique and serious situation needs to be done. We'll see what you think in a moment. We'll be taking your calls on the package that the president and his Treasury Secretary Steve Mnuchin are laying in the lap of Congress for their consideration, and they hope their passage, uh, 407-916-5400, toll-free, 866-916-5400. And on this issue, long-form textures welcome at 23680. And first name in town, welcome as well. Here's Treasury Secretary Mnuchin on job one, money to millions of Americans. We're looking at sending checks to Americans immediately. Americans need cash now, and the president wants to get cash now. And I mean now in the next two weeks. Now here's Mnuchin a little later yesterday on Capitol Hill trying to convince lawmakers to back the president's huge emergency coronavirus relief package. I think Congress right now should be concerned about the American workers and small business. You know, interest rates are incredibly low, so there's very little cost of borrowing this money. And uh, as I've said, in different times, we'll fix the deficit. This is not the time to worry about it. This is the time that hardworking Americans are impacted by government decisions. That's when the government has to step up to put money into the economy. The president wants to put money in the economy now. This is where if there are people and small businesses that can't make payroll because their business has ceased to exist. We've told people in restaurants, don't go into restaurants. Uh, We want to make sure that those business owners have money to pay their employees. So not a time to worry about the deficit, which is a trillion dollars for this fiscal year and on the way to $24 trillion in national debt. Not a time to worry about that. Bottom line, nobody is talking about spending reduction offsets 
for any of this. Where are you on this plan? Here's the president at the coronavirus task force briefing yesterday. Asked about the coronavirus throwing the U.S. into a recession. He said, well, that's not his main concern right now, that this is about helping Americans and saving lives. And if we can weather this storm, much brighter days lie ahead. I don't think in terms of recession. I, I think in terms of getting it out because uh, when we're finished with the virus, we will win. We will win. And when that victory takes place, our economy is going to go through the roof. Sure. It is so pent up. It is so built up. It is so ready to go uh, in, a, in an upward direction. Uh, but we have to knock out this enemy. So I don't think in terms of recession, not recession, it, it's words. Let me give you what's in this package, according to multiple media reports. Uh, by the way, Treasury Secretary Mnuchin scared the tar out of Republican uh, senators yesterday when he told them that the unemployment rate that is now down about 3.5% nationally, historically low, could skyrocket to 20%, higher than at any time since the Great Depression in the early 1930s, if Congress does not enact the stimulus package. Wow. The administration package could, it is reported, include the following. $500 billion to $555 billion in direct cash payments by check to the American workers and also tax cuts, probably some kind of payroll tax cut. Potentially half of that is uh, $250 billion to go toward making direct payments to Americans. Another 200 to $300 billion in small business assistance. $50 billion to $100 billion in airline and hotel industry relief. In a moment, the president now coming in for some praise. Really behaving like the commander-in-chief against this enemy. The unseeable enemy that is coronavirus. So much so, shocker of shockers, he actually got praise on the air from a top CNN correspondent of all things. I wonder where she'll be working later today. Uh, in a moment, we'll talk about it. I want to know what you think of this package. You choking hard on it like I am? All right, if you are, what is the alternative in this unprecedented situation in which we find ourselves. 407-916-5400, text line 23680, where standard message and data rates apply. And how do you rate the president's handling of the coronavirus crisis? It's our one-word texting poll. Text either great, good, fair, or bad to 23680. Headlines out of Washington for you now. The Senate is expected to vote on the House-passed coronavirus relief package today. Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell canceled this week's scheduled Senate recess to focus on passing funding for the outbreak. He says the Senate is not leaving until they get this stuff done. McConnell told reporters he's advising his members to gag and vote for the House bill anyway. He also said they would pass the bill as is and they will not add any provisions, but they'll then go to work on their own spending bill and relief package to send back to the house updates at least every 10 minutes in the top stories here for you on good morning orlando news radio wfla orlando is available everywhere with the iheart radio app now number one for podcasting news radio wfla orlando an iheart radio station
Good morning, Orlando. We're talking about President Trump's economic stimulus plan in the wake of the coronavirus pandemic. And let's find out what Joe in Claremont thinks. Joe, it's Alan and the gang here. How are you this morning? Hey, guys. Good morning. How are you doing? All right. Um, well, I think it's a great idea what the president's doing because, I mean, with all the shutdowns of, you know, all the theme parks and whatnot, you know, so many people are affected that, I mean, I think Disney and companies that are big enough should follow suit in some way and, you know, help their employees, too, just like the president's trying to do because there's going to be chaos and people with kids and people not with kids just starting to panic already, you know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. So you're you're oh, in yeah. favor of getting a check from the federal government? Absolutely, because, I mean, you know, I mean, look, Look, just the theme parks alone, by their closings, you know, it affects more than just the theme park employees. You're talking about, you know, cab drivers, bus companies. I mean, there's so many people out of work right now that who figured, well, you know, if I work part-time at Disney and I do part-time, let's say, at Uber, now your Uber business is out now because there's nobody going to the theme parks. Let me yeah. ask you a question, Joe. This is Bud. Um, does it bother you at all? This is going to explode the deficit that is already sky high here because they're going to have to borrow the money to do this. They've been doing that for since the beginning of time, borrowing and paying back. That's how it works. Yeah. All right, Joe. Thank you very much. Hate to cut you, but we got a lot of work to do here. We want to hear from the president now. I really see him as playing the commander-in-chief role here that a president has, of course, because this is the American people versus the enemy, the coronavirus. And here's the president on the emergency relief package he wants for American workers and businesses and how he sees the battle against the coronavirus unfolding. We're giving uh, relief to affected industries and small businesses, and we're ensuring that we emerge from this challenge with the prosperous and growing economy, because that's what's going to happen. It's going to pop. We're going to do something that gets money to them as quickly as possible. It's a substantial number. We're going big. The expression, we could do it two ways. We could keep going back every day or every week. Uh, we're going big. The best thing we can do is get rid of the virus. Once that's gone, it's going to pop back like nobody's ever seen. One day we'll be standing possibly up here. We'll say, well, we won. And we're going to say that. Uh, sure as you're sitting there, we're going to say that. And we're going to win. And I think we're going to win faster than people think. More on the commander-in-chief determined to defeat the coronavirus enemy. We're asking everyone to work at home if possible, postpone unnecessary travel, and limit social gatherings to no more than 10 people. We're stepping it up as much as we can, and the testing procedures are going well. We are looking to save the maximum number of lives. Everything else is going to come back. A life is never going to come back. We have to get rid of this. We have to win this war, and ideally quickly, quickly. Because the longer it takes, it's uh, not a good situation. But if people do what we're telling them to do, what we're asking them to do, you're going to see the saving of a lot of lives. All of a sudden, we're going to say, wow, that's looking good, that's looking good, that's looking good. And we're going to be on the other side of the curve. And that's a day that we look forward to. The president, I thought, really presidential, playing what is the commander-in-chief role here as much as the Head of the executive branch, I thought. We'll have a lot more time uh, to talk about this, and we, we've got great text messages on this, and we'll give you an update on the one-word texting poll voting that continues. Join us. How do you rate President Trump's handling of the coronavirus crisis? Text either great, good, fair, or bad to 23680. Time for the news now with Alan. Another two coronavirus deaths in Florida, and Joe Biden wins the state primary. Those stories and others plus traffic and weather together in just two minutes, 6.30 on Good Morning Orlando.
Good morning, Orlando. We are so glad you are with us. The coronavirus is now a presence in all 50 states, and it is continuing to take a toll here in Florida. Alan? Bud, the coronavirus is responsible for at least two more deaths in Florida. The State Department of Health announcing yesterday that residents of Broward County and Manatee County have died of COVID-19, which brings the statewide death toll to seven. Coronavirus means big changes for Florida students. Governor Ron DeSantis announcing that all testing requirements for kids K through 12 are canceled for the school year. Parents may, at their discretion, choose to keep their child in the same grade for the 2021 school year. Uh, K through 12 grades will not be calculated for 2019-2020. DeSantis also announced school campuses will be closed through at least April 15th. And speaking of closings, DeSantis is shutting down Florida's bars and nightclubs for 30 days. But he's not doing so with the restaurants and the beaches. Should he? We'll talk about it next. Yeah, and beaches will remain open on the Space Coast, bud. Yesterday, the Cocoa Beach City Commission declared a state of emergency, but decided to keep the beaches open for now. City Manager James McKnight might propose ways to restrict the number of people who can use the beach at a given time. This news brought to you by Trustco Bank, Florida's hometown bank. Joe Biden is celebrating a lopsided victory in the Florida presidential preference primary, taking 62% of the Democratic vote compared to 23% for Bernie Sanders. Biden also won in Illinois and Arizona, but sought to win over Sanders supporters by pointing out similarities between the two. Senator Sanders and I may disagree on tactics, but we share a common vision for the need to provide affordable health care for all Americans, reduce income inequity that has risen so drastically, to tackling the existential threat of our time, climate change. As you might expect, no contest on the Republican side in Florida, with President Trump getting 94% of the vote. By the way, nationally, he now has enough delegates to sew up the nomination. Not a surprise, but that did happen last night. We'll talk about the race and the uh, primary in 8 o'clock with uh, Mark Logos, who anchored our election coverage decision 2020 here last night. And back to the coronavirus, an NBA superstar has revealed he's one of the latest players to test positive. In a statement to The Athletic, Kevin Durant confirmed he was one of four Brooklyn Nets players to have tested positive for the coronavirus as announced by the team on Tuesday. Durant telling the outlet he's feeling fine, adding everyone, be careful, take care of yourself in quarantine, we're going to get through this. The Nets did not release the identities of those found to have tested positive, just noting that one player was exhibiting symptoms of the coronavirus, with all four placed under isolation and being monitored by team physicians. This has the L.A. Lakers, who played the Nets prior to the NBA's league suspension, will have players undergo COVID-19 testing Wednesday. Matt Napolitano, Fox News. And actor Lyle Wagoner is dead. He died yesterday at his home in California after a battle with cancer. Wagner was best known for his work on The Carol Burnett Show and Wonder Woman. Lyle Wagoner was 84. Yeah, very, very handsome, dashing guy he yeah. was. Played that up on the Carol Barnett Show. For sure. WFLA News time is 636. You don't have to miss anything on Good Morning Orlando. Get caught up with our podcasts on the iHeartRadio app. And, Bud, our first hour continues with Gina Cervetti and the Bloomberg Business Report. Not from the Bloomberg Newsroom. She's working from home in New Jersey. Good morning. Welcome aboard. How are you doing, Gina? Good morning, Bud. I'm I'm doing well. Uh, have have you, you got are too? And those uh, around you? Oh, we're doing okay. But we're here at the studio still, and uh, hope yeah. to continue to be. Uh, you got that home hookup figured out yet? 
Um, uh, you know, it's it's a work in progress, but I think I'm moving in the right direction. Let's talk about the markets. More volatility. What are the futures indicating? Take us through yesterday's yeah. trading as well, if you would. Yeah, well, we're headed for a drop at the open again this morning. But as you said, the volatility, um, I think this is here for for a while, but um, we've got those early indicators falling this morning to the point where the trading curbs kicked in again this morning to prevent further losses. Traders are just trying to adjust to the changing headlines about the coronavirus outbreak, of course. And one strategist says it's not like anything else they've seen before because of the unknown length and the implications of the situation. And uh, we did have a rally yesterday on Wall Street because the White House is talking about this big stimulus package. And we'll get to more of that in a moment. Just to look at the numbers from yesterday, we had the broader market up 6%. We had the Dow up just over a thousand points for a 5% gain. And the local index was lagging. Your Orlando index up only about 1%, has a lot of those travel related companies in it. But back to the stimulus for a minute. Treasury Secretary Steven Mnuchin is warning that the coronavirus without government intervention could send unemployment up to 20%. Yeah, we reported that plan... earlier. That is, that's higher than any time since the Great Depression, by the way. It's a phenomenal, phenomenal number, and uh, this planned stimulus could amount to $1.2 trillion. I'm sure you've been talking about that yep. this morning with $1,000 checks going out. The president also considering allowing some people to delay their mortgage payments. It's unbelievable what's going on. And, of course, the travel sector, and that's a big deal here in central Florida because we are the preeminent tourist mecca, has been decimated what are some of the big hotel chains doing to survive all of this? Well, Hilton plans to close most of its hotels in major U.S. cities. It's already started to close namesake properties in New York and Washington, D.C. for now, saying occupancy rates could fall to 10 percent globally as governments seek to halt the spread of the coronavirus. And, of course, people are not traveling. Meanwhile, Marriott has started to furlough its hotel staff in an effort that could affect tens of thousands of workers. A company spokeswoman uh, says the workers would keep their health benefits for now. Marriott employs about 130,000 people. The company is closing some hotels, but needs fewer employees at the properties that are remaining open. And an industry number here today that we came across, the coronavirus outbreak is costing U.S. hotels $1.4 billion a week. It's unbelievable. And I, I heard that the hotel industry collectively has a $45 billion payroll. I mean, so you realize what they're up against here when they don't have any paying customers coming in. All right, let's talk about the agriculture session uh, section here. Forgive me. Uh, what the producer growers are doing here. They're having problems. Yeah, we've got the American produce growers preparing to harvest crops and warning of what they think could be a devastating impact on fruit and vegetables after the U.S. Embassy in Mexico announced a halt to visa interviews for seasonal farm workers because of all of these widespread travel restrictions. Large grain and soybean operations in the U.S. don't rely as much on seasonal workers for that part of the agriculture economy, but many fruit and vegetable operators do. All right, we're getting tight on time, but I want to get this in here. It's very important for folks who use the big ride-sharing companies, Uber and Lyft. Things are changing there. What do you know? 
Yep, just quickly, Uber and Lyft have suspended their shared carpool services in the U.S. These services match different passengers headed in the same direction so they can ride together and spread the cost. The regular ride-hailing service and Uber's food delivery are still available. Gina, thank you so much. We'll catch you working from home for the next Bloomberg Business Report tomorrow morning. Take good care, Gina. Thank you so much. You too, bud. Take care. Thanks. All right. Coming right up here. Should all Florida restaurants and beaches be shut down or not? The governor has elected not to do so. We'll talk about it next after we update Orlando's news, weather, and traffic in a quick two minutes on the Wednesday edition of Good Morning Orlando. Headlines breaking news. Alan just handled me on the worldwide um, situation with the coronavirus. Now the number of cases tops 202,000, up from 199,000 at last report. Now more than 8,000 deaths. Updates at least every 10 minutes in the top stories here in Good Morning Orlando. Now on FM 94.1. Still on FM 93.1. News Radio WFLA Orlando. And still on AM 540. So let's bring the uh, coronavirus crisis down to the state and local level here in Central Florida. Uh, as Alan's been reporting, Governor DeSantis has uh, ordered all Florida public schools to remain closed at least until April 15th. Testing's been canceled, et cetera. I really think the school year is over. I really think the school year is over. He also has issued an executive order that for the next 30 days will force the closure of all bars and nightclubs. He could have done the same with restaurants and beaches. I frankly am glad he has not. Um, his um, his guidance on the and his orders actually on restaurants across the state now they're required to limit their uh, number of customers to half of their capacity and make sure that parties are separated by at least six feet and he's encouraging restaurants to stay open and expand takeout and delivery services which a lot of them are doing now what about the beaches you know, I mean, I thought they were going to close the beaches here. I'm really glad in Brevard and Volusia that they have voted not to do so, and there's been no order from the governor to do that. Um, uh, you got to have a place to go for crying out loud, and it seems to me that they shouldn't shut off access unless it gets so crowded that you cannot get social distancing and separation from people. I know in Volusia County, uh, New Smyrna, for example, they're going to have lifeguards with their bullhorns, and they're going to be watching for groups Primarily young people who are still, you know, party and hardy, a lot of them. I hate to say it. They're not on board with this thing yet. They better get there. You know, groups of 10 or more, they're going to break them up or send them out. You can be charged with a second-degree felony if you won't obey orders on that. But they are leaving the beaches open. I am supporting the governor on his decision to, um, you know, force the restaurants to make some adjustments, but keeping them open and the beaches as well. What about you? Yeah, I agree with you, at least for the time being. I mean, I guess there's a chance this could get really bad and they'll have to close the beaches and the restaurants as well. But I think there's precautions you can take in restaurants and on beaches to prevent them being closed entirely because we want to, you know, help as much of the economy as we possibly can at this point. I agree with you. And things are getting so bad yeah. with the economy. Well, there's no question about it. And the restaurants are the biggest component of that. They are everywhere right. in every community. The beaches are a precious county resource for Brevard and Volusia. They're important, too. But, uh, Melissa, what about it? You know, I get the whole stop the spread thing and sure. the mandating everybody close. 
the bars and such would have been great if they had had a measure guaranteeing that these people got paid before they just went close every down five o'clock for 30 days mm-hmm. you know i mean that was kind of that it's was kind of rough on people there's nothing that says these folks are going to get their bills covered or anything it's just close it down you know mnuchin and the cut we played earlier made a good point the government is forcing these places to shut down and that's why the government has to respond here and that's a very interesting point. It's true. With sending checks out, et cetera, which is yeah, what, what they're trying to get done. And the other things they want to do. Yeah, if you haven't heard this, stay tuned. We will get back into what the President and Treasury Secretary Steve Mnuchin are pitching here. A massive $1 trillion plus, I think, when all is said and done, coronavirus relief package. Stay tuned. If you missed it, uh, we will play it again in the 7 o'clock hour. And it's worth hearing again if you've been with us since the beginning. Uh, vote in our one-word texting poll. How do you rate President Trump's handling of the coronavirus crisis? Text either great, good, fair, or bad to 23680. Do it now. You'll be part of our running vote tally, and Yaffe will give us an update here in a moment. Where are you on the orders issued by Governor DeSantis here? Schools closed till at least April 15th. I think you can kiss the school year goodbye. Uh, what about uh, shutting down the bars and the clubs. Melissa's got a big problem with that. It's a 30-day order, kind of came out of the blue, and uh, not closing the restaurants and beaches, but ordering some changes in the interest of social distancing to be made. Where are you on the orders from our governor affecting all of us? 407-916-5400 or text us at 23680. But it is a talk show, not a text show, I remind you. So we'd love to hear from our callers, and you get priority when you pick up the phone at 407-916-5400. Quick update now on Orlando's news, weather, and traffic in two minutes on Good Morning Orlando. Headlines right now as the coronavirus continues to impact both the famous and the anonymous. A former NBA super, well, MVP and superstar among those testing positive for the coronavirus, Kevin Durant, one of four Brooklyn Nets to test positive. According to the um, athletic publication, Durant says he feels fine but recommends everybody take care of themselves and quarantine. Updates at least every 10 minutes in the top stories here in Good Morning Orlando. Stay ahead of the storm with Operation Stormwatch on News Radio WFLA Orlando. So the governor is forcing the beaches and restaurants to make some changes, but not ordering them closed. Um, Angel, welcome from Winter Garden. You had a question about what's going on with our wonderful beaches, right, Angel? I do. I was just wondering, because everything I've learned about salt water and salt air, I would think people would want to go in the water, because it's very cleansing to the body. I mean, I've spent almost three years in the Caribbean, and I've seen amazing things of people who swim in the salt water with colds and flus. So I I just, I understand dispersing people on the beach, but if they're in the water, I don't understand why they would even think of closing them. No, I'm really glad that they're not going to do that, and I don't think they should do it. I mean, I think if they get too crowded, they, they close them anyway. You can't, you know, they don't throw everybody out, but they don't let anybody else in. They may have to reduce the number of people that qualify as a full beach, but I think we would all understand that. But we got to have some place to go, and this is a healthy place to go. I'm with you on this, Angel. Absolutely. Salt air is at the breathing in salt air. Since I've been 
since I've been back from the Caribbean, I literally, being in Winter Garden with no salt air, I literally do saltwater steam baths with regular table salt just to get that salt air feeling back <laughs> into my body. You got your own home beach. I love that. My wife and I are going to drive out to New Smyrna Beach on Friday after the show. That's the plan. We just need to get out and do something, and that's the place we want to be. And we're really get glad the that the water. beaches will be open. Get in the water. Nah, it's too cold. It's too cold for the Bud Man. Too cold. Ankle oh. deep, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Angel. Appreciate you listening and calling. Yaffe, um, anything coming in on the text line? And Melissa as well related to all we've talked about here at the state level in particular. Yeah, one person disagrees, says closing K-12 schools is an unnecessary disruption to people's uh, lives in Florida. The decision should be reversed, so it doesn't even like that they're closing the schools. That's till April 15th, but I really do think it's going to be the whole school year because it would only be an extra month or so, right? Seminole County's talking about going online after after the April 15th and having all the students uh, just do schooling online through the remainder of the year. I don't know. That's the richest school district that there is. I'm not sure all the other school districts would be able to manage that technically. That's why I said Seminole County, because that's right. It's just them that's looking into it. One of our texters says the beginning was a little rough with Trump. He had a rough start, but now he's doing what he needs to do. And I support Trump, which has a long form answer to the texting uh, one word texting poll we're doing. Yeah, I I kind of go along with that. I think uh, uh, the briefing that occurred the other day was badly needed. I think it should have come several weeks ago. We should have been on this a lot quicker than we were, but thankfully, everybody seems to be on board now. You know, I have to say, though, Alan, on the flip side of that, from a from a standpoint of, of public relations and selling something extreme to the American public, I don't know whether the reality of the coronavirus had hit sufficiently to have been able to get any support for something that now seems like it is saleable and necessary. Well, I think the president could sell it. I think he did this week uh, with that briefing. Uh, I think a lot of people were alerted by that and said, oh, this is a real thing. The president's very serious about this. I think the whole world was alerted and woke up because of what's going on in Italy. I think once we saw the death count and the cases count exponentially rise in that country, that's when the rest of the world said, okay, we really need to start taking this seriously. And that was only like a week ago. Yeah, but the lesson should be learned from South Korea, which apparently got on this very quickly. Uh, They're not an authoritarian government, but they got the citizens to go along with the guidelines that were needed. They got quickly on testing. And from what I understand, their number of cases is now going down. They've been able to bend the curve, which is what we're being told we're out to do now. The yeah. president's next 15 days and all that uh, that he wants all Americans to do. We'll review that along the way. Before we go to you, Alan, for a 7 o'clock news update, Yaffe, pose the one-word texting poll and give us the voting up to this date, all right? Yeah, right now, here is the poll. How do you rate President Trump's handling of the coronavirus crisis? Text either great good fair or bad two three six eight zero and so far most of the textures say great have 45 people have said great 10 people say good two people say fair and three people say bad all right you can vote text either great good fair or bad to two three six eight zero to you now alan the coronavirus toll continues to rise and joe biden wins florida those stories and others Plus traffic and weather together in just two minutes, 6.59 on Good Morning Orlando. 
WFLF Pine Hills, Orlando, WMGF HD3 Mount Dora, Orlando, W226BT Orlando, and W231CT Orlando. News Radio WFLA Orlando, an iHeart radio station. Good morning, Orlando. Top of the morning to you here on a Wednesday at 7 as we update once again Central Florida's news, weather, and traffic. Here and now on News Radio WFLA Orlando on FM 94.1, FM 93.1, and still at AM 540. I'm Bud Hedinger. And I'm Alan Spector. Our top stories this hour the U.S. coronavirus death toll hits triple digits, and Joe Biden has another big night. More in one minute. And the president's trillion dollar plus coronavirus relief plan will tell you what's in it. We'll talk about it next on Good Morning Orlando. 703 on News Radio WFLA Orlando. There are now more than 202,000 cases of coronavirus worldwide, with more than 8,000 deaths. In the U.S., there are more than 6,500 cases and more than 100 dead. Here in Florida, the Department of Health is now reporting 216 confirmed cases of coronavirus. The statewide death toll is up to seven. Health officials confirm that nearly half of the COVID-19 cases in Florida involve people over the age of 60. Thanks to the coronavirus, the party is over in Florida. Bars and nightclubs uh, effective 5 p.m. today. Um, you know, they're going to be suspended for 30 days um, in the state of Florida. Governor Ron DeSantis also announced that restaurants will have to cut their capacity by at least half. The governor said local mayors have the power to impose even stricter rules to stop COVID-19. The coronavirus is leading to some big changes for students in Florida. Governor DeSantis announcing that all testing requirements for kids K through 12 are canceled for the school year. President Trump supports sending money to Americans impacted by coronavirus. Checks of at least $1,000 could be sent out within two weeks. Treasury Secretary Steve Mnuchin suggested the aim is to flood the struggling economy with money and avoid a coronavirus recession. Payments to small businesses, loan guarantees to critical industries such as airlines and hotels, and a stimulus package to the American worker. Mnuchin is not giving out an exact amount, but he's aiming for a total of $200 billion in payments. And uh, this whole thing could amount to a trillion dollars or so. We'll have more from the Treasury Secretary and from the President in a moment. This news brought to you by Trustco Bank, Florida's hometown bank. Joe Biden is the landslide winner of the Florida presidential primary. He took 62% of the Democratic vote, finishing far ahead of Bernie Sanders at 23%. Biden also won in Illinois and Arizona. Our campaign has had a very good night. We've moved closer to securing the Democratic Party's nomination for president. And we're doing it by building a broad coalition that we need to win in November. And 94% of Florida Republicans voted for President Donald Trump. SpaceX will try again to launch another 60 Starlink Internet satellites this morning. A Falcon 9 rocket is scheduled for liftoff from Kennedy Space Center at 8.16 a.m. And Tom Brady's tenure in New England is officially over. And like many senior citizens, he's apparently moving to Florida. 
Brian Shook has oh. details. The six-time Super Bowl champion quarterback is heading to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, according to Ian Rappaport of the NFL Network. The length of the contract has not been announced. Brady announced on social media earlier on Tuesday that he would not be returning to the New England Patriots, having spent his entire 20-year career in Foxborough. The quarterback is a 14-time Pro Bowler. And in case you're wondering, the man who's been the Bucks quarterback for the past five seasons, Jameis Winston, he's an unrestricted free agent. Wow. They're calling it Tampa Bay right now. And as far as NFL years are concerned, he is a senior citizen. He'll be 43 when the upcoming season begins. WFLA News Time is 7.06. Distilleries pause alcohol production and start producing hand sanitizer. That story's online at WFLAOrlando.com. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at WFLA Orlando. The second hour of Good Morning Orlando starts now. News Radio WFLA Orlando is available everywhere with the iHeartRadio app. Now number one for podcasting. News Radio WFLA Orlando, an iHeartRadio station. Good morning, Orlando. Great to have you with us on the 50,000-watt front porch. The president's massive coronavirus relief package. We'll get into it in further detail here in a moment. It's the Bud Man, Alan Yaffe, and the Fox until 9 o'clock. A lot of you who normally would be listening to us uh, while you're driving to work are now working from home. We've got a great way for us to stay in touch, Yaffe. Yes, you want to add News Radio WFLA to your smart speaker. That's right. If you have an Amazon Echo, an Alexa device, what you want to do is tell Alexa to play News Radio Orlando on iHeartRadio. Now, if you have a Google Home or another Google device, you can say, Google, play WFLA Orlando. Um, by the way, we're also going to have coronavirus updates multiple times every hour as well. And again, you need to use that exact verbiage uh, when you're talking to Alexa or Google. Otherwise, you get a radio station from Mexico City. It, uh, the I know. X. We're going to listen to the X. That's you, awesome. you gotta get every word. <laughs> yeah. Give it a try. I, I think you'll like it. It's a great way yeah, for us Alexa, to stay connected. Alexa if is picky, you yeah. know, on what you can say. I mean, she just... cuts you no slack. Exactly. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> and I require slack. <laughs> yeah. I'm a slacker. I think Alexa should have a German accent, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get rolling on hour number two, Alan. Yeah, we'll have an update of Orlando's news, weather, and traffic to kick things off in just two minutes on Good Morning Orlando. It is 7.08. Headlines and further evidence of how the coronavirus crisis is decimating the airline industry. United Airlines dropping approximately 60% of all domestic and international flights. The airline says it will cut 42% of flights across the U.S. and Canada and an 85% decrease in international flights for United. Updates at least every 10 minutes in the top stories here in Good Morning Orlando. Now on FM 94.1, still on FM 93.1, 107.7 HD3, AM 540, and the iHeart Radio app. This is News Radio WFLA Orlando. Talking about the airlines and the airport OIA, this texture says seems like social distancing and no more than 10 people in one area does not apply to the TSA. Yeah, that's probably true. What kind of adjustments are they making out there? Has anybody been out to the airport in the last couple of days? I mean, I wonder. You know, I mean, you know how jam-packed everything is, and I know there's less people traveling, but still whoever's there, unless they change something, will all be bunched up. 
I wonder how they're dealing with that or whether they are or not. Anybody? 407-916-5400. Text us with first name in town if you'd like, 23680. What does it look like at OIA at TSA right now? Um, okay, to the president and what he and Treasury Secretary Steve Mnuchin are pitching to Congress. It is not fully formulated yet, but let's start with Treasury Secretary Mnuchin on job one, money to millions of Americans. We're looking at sending checks to Americans immediately. Americans need cash now, and the president wants to get cash now. And I mean now in the next two weeks. And Mnuchin later on Tuesday was on Capitol Hill trying to convince lawmakers to back the president's huge emergency coronavirus relief package. I think Congress right now should be concerned about the American workers and small business. You know interest rates are incredibly low, so there's very little cost of borrowing this money. And uh, as I've said, in different times, we'll fix the deficit. This is not the time to worry about it. This is the time that hardworking Americans are impacted by government decisions. That's when the government has to step up to put money into the economy. The president wants to put money in the economy now. This is where if there are people and small businesses that can't make payroll because their business has ceased to exist. We've told people in restaurants, don't go into restaurants. Uh, We want to make sure that those business owners have money to pay their employees. And here's President Trump asked about the coronavirus throwing the U.S. into a recession. He said yesterday that's not his main concern at this point, that this is now about helping Americans and saving as many lives as they can, and that if we can weather the storm, much brighter days lie ahead. I don't think in terms of recession. I I think in terms of getting it out, because uh, when we're finished with the virus, we will win. We will win. And when that victory takes place, our economy is going to go through the roof. It is so pent up. It is so built up. It is so ready to go uh, in, a, in an upward direction. Uh, but we have to knock out this enemy. So I don't think in terms of recession, not recession, it, it's words. And finally, you need to listen to this. You know how much they hate Trump at CNN. And high on that list is one of their top congressional correspondents, Dana Bash. I mean, did hell just freeze over? Yaffe put me on to this sound cut that we chased down yesterday. CNN's Dana Bash actually praised the president for his leadership now, as demonstrated in his Tuesday coronavirus briefing. This was remarkable from the president of the United States. This is a nonpartisan. This is um, an important thing to note uh, and to applaud from an American standpoint, from, an, from a human standpoint. He is... Um, being the kind of leader that people need, at least in tone, today and yesterday, in tone that people need and want and yearn for in times of crisis and uncertainty. Dana Bash later on on Twitter said, no, 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 I'm just talking about it, that briefing. He showed that kind of leadership. You know, it's like, oh, my God, I want to keep my job at CNN. (laughs) Well, still, that's something. No, she never said that before. (laughs) Did you see on the video... 
anchor Jake Tapper next to her, looking like somebody had passed gas in front of his nose or he just swallowed oh, a lemon. She got a look from him. Oh, that was oh, like, if you look up side eye in the dictionary, his face and that look was there. I mean, praising Trump is like passing gas to those anchors. So. It really is. <laughs> I'm just yeah, proud of her. Any way we can post that on the website? Already done. WFLAOrlando.com. Go to the Good Morning Orlando page. There you go. All right. You've now, got baby, a- maybe the rest of the uh, the mainstream media will come together with the president on this now. Huh? What do you think? Yeah, then hell will really freeze <laughs> over. It'll be like Antarctica around here. Right. Okay, fair enough. What's in this proposed package? $500 billion to $550 billion in direct payments to the American people. Uh, half of that to the tune of maybe $1,000 checks being sent out in the next two weeks. Um, of course, Congress has the purse strings. We'll see how it plays out. Um, but, you know, the Democrats are always big on government giveaways, so it seems to be they ought to be on board, on board, don't you think, Pelosi and Schumer and company? Uh, a payroll tax cuts in the mix as well. Two to $300 billion in small business assistance, 50 to $100 billion in airline and other industry relief, hotel industry, etc. Um, that's what we're looking at here as a fiscal conservative. I am just about choking on this. I'll use that as my excuse for kicking a couple of words in this half hour that I don't normally kick. But I'm telling you right now, this is hard to get your arms around. But if you don't like it, you got to propose an alternative here. Mnuchin warned Congress, if we don't get this this passed and get people through the worst of this crisis economically, you will see an unemployment rate of 20%, higher than at any time since the Great Depression in the early 30s. So what do you think about this? Are you on board with the president? If not, what what's the alternative? Help me. What would you do? 407-916-5400, text line uh, 23680 as we roll on. Headlines right now with a coronavirus uh, crisis upon us. These fresh Trump tweets just handed me by the Fox from the president. I will be having a news conference today to discuss very important news from the Federal Drug Administration concerning the Chinese virus, which he's now calling it to make sure they get credit. I will totally protect your Medicare and Social Security, he also is tweeting. And also this, for the people that are now out of work because of the important and necessary containment policies, for instance, the shutting down of hotels, bars, and restaurants, money will soon be coming to you. The onslaught of the Chinese virus is not your fault. We'll be stronger than ever. On Twitter, the president just within the last few minutes. Updates at least every 10 minutes in the top stories here in Good Morning Orlando. News Radio WFLA Orlando is available everywhere with the iHeartRadio app. Now number one for podcasting. News Radio WFLA Orlando, an iHeartRadio station. Melissa, thanks for the tweets. And by the way, the Chinese are taking a hit on the text line, aren't they? Yeah, uh, one of our listeners or texters says, when this virus is defeated, and it will be, China must answer to the world for its lies and deception and be held accountable. Another texter says, Italy brought it on themselves with their open border policies and dealings with China. Well, there you go. And um, what are we seeing? And What are your thoughts, Yaffe? Let me ask you this. And, uh, mm-hmm. and Alan just came flying down the hallway ready ready with a 7.30, Whee! so we'll get him in on this in a moment as well. 
Thoughts on what the president and the Treasury Secretary are proposing? This for fiscal conservatives is hard to swallow, but I'll be doggone right now if I know the alternative. This is totally uncharted water. Yeah, it's hard for me to swallow for a couple of reasons. One, sending everyone a check. There's going to be a lot of people getting checks that really don't need it. Now, so Mnuchin said targeted. millionaires aren't going to be getting checks, but I don't know what the cutoff is. Yeah, but it's not just the amount of money you have in the bank. There, there are people that are not losing their jobs over this. So you could be sending a lot of money to people that don't really need it. Now, the reason they want to do that is this seems to be the quickest way to get money to people. But this has to be a one-time thing. This can't be we're sending multiple checks because then you're just going to have inflation, which is another problem. Well, inflation, are you kidding me? I mean, it will it will drive the deficit and the debt yeah. up astronomically, which are and, already frighteningly high. And this is why it has been so irresponsible of our leaders to drive the debt as much as they have in the past 10 years. That's so. true. On both sides exactly. of the aisle. Because you know, we don't have the money now when there's an emergency. You know, the interesting thing is Democrats get painted with the socialist brush as people who want to give away money to everybody. But when you think about it, the last two handouts, including this one, came from Republican administrations. George Bush earlier this century uh, with the checks being sent out and now Donald that was Trump. the financial crisis. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's unbelievable with the way we're throwing money around right now. But what are we going to do here? I mean, uh, we, 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 we can't have businesses closing wholesale all across this country, you know, and individuals who are just being thrown out on the street as we speak in just incredible numbers. Um, again, uh, it's, uh, it's a situation the likes of which we haven't seen and for which there is no comparison. And it's happening to people through no fault of their own. Rick, I'll give you 30 seconds before news time. Good morning from Melbourne on what the president and the Treasury Secretary want to do. Yes, thank you. Good morning. Um, I also kind of been a conservative person. I heard Rand Paul speak yesterday of the fact that um, what was just mentioned about money maybe going to people who really don't need it and uh, just lessening of all, the all of the red tape and the restrictions that people have to go through to file for unemployment insurance speed that process up to a day or something. I mean, to make that immediate that if someone can apply for it. But, do, but hang on, Rick. Rick, basically, yeah. as much as you're choking on it, do you support this? Uh, yeah, we've got to do something. Thank you. Appreciate it. Alan, it's yours. Coronavirus numbers climb, but the illness causes few problems for Florida voters. Those stories and others, plus traffic and weather together and elsewhere in just two minutes, 7.30 on Good Morning Orlando. Good morning, Orlando. Good Wednesday morning. Buttheading around Inspector Mike Yaffe, Melissa Fox here until 9 o'clock. And, uh, Alan, on the coronavirus, uh, you've got some numbers here we need to hear vis-a-vis uh, -vis Florida. We're still watching them climb here in the Sunshine State, bud. The Department of Health reporting 216 cases statewide now with a death toll up to seven after two deaths reported yesterday in Manatee and Broward counties. COVID-19 will sooner or later affect most Floridians in the pocketbook. Governor Ron DeSantis says don't hesitate to get help. We encourage any Floridian whose employment has been negatively impacted as a result of COVID-19 to visit floridajobs.org and click on Reemployment Assistance Service Center to learn more. And DeSantis supports the federal government cutting checks for Americans impacted by the virus. That plan announced yesterday by President Trump and Treasury Secretary Steve Mnuchin. 
Also in Washington, the Senate is expected to vote on the House-passed coronavirus relief package today. Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell canceled this week's scheduled recess to focus on passing funding for the outbreak. At a news conference yesterday, McConnell said they would pass the bill as is and will not add any provisions. This news brought to you by Trustco Bank, Florida's hometown bank. Joe Biden scored three more Democratic primary victories last night in Illinois, Arizona, and here in Florida. He beat Bernie Sanders in the Sunshine State by a margin of almost 40 percent. And Biden talked about voting amid the coronavirus crisis. I want to thank all the public officials and the poll workers who work closely with the public health authorities to assure safe opportunities for voting to clean and disinfect voting booths, and to make sure the voters could cast their ballots. And the woman in charge of voting in Florida is confident the state will be ready for the August primary and November general elections. That from Secretary of State Laurel Lee after only a few problems were reported yesterday amid the coronavirus concerns. Some supervisors of elections had to bring in backup and alternate poll workers, but they also adapted to that change and were able to do so. Dozens of Florida polling places were moved so people would not be voting at assisted living facilities. Speaking of the Florida primary and the race for president, join us in the 8 o'clock hour. Uh, Mark Logus, our colleague who anchored our Decision 2020 primary election coverage last night on WFLA, will be here to analyze the results and the race for the White House. And elsewhere. And. Can I push that button for you? Yeah. Would you do that? Bang. Elsewhere. Thanks, bud. Yeah. There's a new PSA about coronavirus recorded by the son of legendary writer-director-comedian Mel Brooks as he stood outside his father's house. In the video, Mel Brooks watches his son Max from behind a closed window. Hi, I'm Max Brooks. I'm 47 years old. This is my dad, Mel Brooks. Hi, Dad. He's 93. If I get the coronavirus, I'll probably be okay. But if I give it to him, he could give it to Carl Reiner, who could give it to Dick Van Dyke. And before I know it, I've wiped out a whole generation of comedic legends. <laughs> when it comes to coronavirus, I have to think about who I can infect. And so should you. Do your part. Don't be a spreader. Right, Dad? Go. I'm going. I'm going. Go. Love you. Max and Mel Brooks. How about that? Dr. Fauci could not have said that better. Yeah. That's the point he is making to young people who are just partying on. They don't get it as to what they can do to the elderly people they love. And that is a profound statement. That's a great piece. Yeah. This edition of Elsewhere is brought to you by J. David Tax Law. Peace of mind is only a clicker phone call away. The coronavirus is not pulling the plug entirely on The Tonight Show. Jimmy Fallon started a YouTube version of his show last night. In 10 minutes, he did dad jokes, showed drawings from his kids, and sang a song for St. Patrick's Day. Fallon plans to post one every night while he's hunkered down at home. Each show will also highlight a different charity to help raise money during this trying time. Pretty cool. And finally, I ran across a meme on social media suggesting this could be the theme song for coronavirus.
1980, The Police. And don't stand so close to me. Perfect, huh? Unbelievable. They dredged that thing up from all those years ago. It is perfect. And on Monday, we told you that a fifth harmony hit from 2016 was the new Work From Home theme. And that got me thinking I've come up with some possible self-quarantine themes. Hit it. For instance, Eric Carmen. How about Gilbert O'Sullivan? And of course, Three Dog Night. Then again, Maybe I'm spending too much time at home alone these days. You are probably right, Alan, but that's unbelievable. <laughs> They're Alan Spector theme songs in reality. Nobody knows music like you do. Nobody else would have thought of that or been able to put it together. That is just terrific. You are actually making all of this, if not fun, at least tolerable for a few minutes and that's almost miraculous, buddy. I do what I can, bud. Well done. You can find more on these stories on the Good Morning Orlando page at WFLAOrlando.com and listen to the Elsewhere podcast on the iHeartRadio app. Just look for Elsewhere. With Alan Spector. And you know, Alan, um, there are a lot of folks everywhere who are doing what they can uh, in these tough times, coronavirus related, and we have some heartwarming stories to share. And you'll want to you'll want to hang in for these. I think we could all use a lift, and Alan's certainly given us one. And we're going to try to give you another one here in a moment after we update Orlando's news, weather, and traffic in two minutes. Good morning, Orlando. Florida headlines now on the coronavirus. Uh, it is leading to some big changes for students in Florida. As we told you earlier, Governor Ron DeSantis has announced that all testing requirements for K-12 through students are canceled for the school year. And he also announced school campuses will be closed through at least April 15th. And schools will be given more flexibility to start distance learning programs, assuming they ever resume classes seems to me with only a month to go in the school year at that point that it effectively will be over, but we will see. Updates at least every 10 minutes in the top stories right here in Good Morning Orlando. Now on FM 94.1, still on FM 93.1, News Radio WFLA Orlando, and still on AM 540. If you haven't yet, please do so now. Vote in our one-word texting poll. The question, how do you rate President Trump's handling of the coronavirus crisis? Text either great, good, fair, or bad to 23680. Text either great, good, fair, or bad to 23680. In a couple of minutes, Yaffe will update the tally. The voting will be open until 9 o'clock at the end of the show. Amid the coronavirus panic, acts of kindness everywhere. If you haven't heard some of these, perhaps they will help restore your faith. There's the story of the the butcher in the UK who offered to put together a two-week care package of food and give it to anyone who needed to self-quarantine and had 
limited money to get by. Very nice. We have the story of the two little girls in Australia who use their tooth fairy money to buy tissues and toilet paper for the elderly. Love these kids. These two young best friends, six-year-old Addison and four-year-old Lucy, use their pocket money to buy supplies for pensioners. Addison got the idea when she saw empty shelves of toilet paper and learned that some people were stockpiling the product. She asked if she could buy some to hand out to those who may have missed out using money she had saved from the tooth fairy. Oh, come on. That's got the awe factor going there. I mean, mean, tooth fairy money when you're a little kid. That's precious stuff. Another good story here. The woman in Oregon who bought groceries for an elderly couple who was too scared to go into the store. Rebecca Mera was going to the grocery store in Oregon when an elderly woman yelled for her to come over and tearfully told her that she and her husband were too afraid to go into the store, given that coronavirus hits the elderly especially hard. She had been sitting in the car for nearly 45 minutes before I arrived, waiting to ask the right person for help, Mara tweeted. The woman gave her money and a grocery list, and Mara bought the groceries for them. Nice. I've got a cute story out of New Jersey. An 11-year-old boy donated 1,150 hand sanitizers to his community. How did he get 1,150 sanitizers, Melissa? <laughs> well, Jaden Perez, he's 11. He got lucky. His family decided to buy sanitizer, uh, hand sanitizer in bulk at the end of February, and he realized and became concerned because some students didn't have sanitizer because they're selling out. They're selling out everywhere. So he decided to donate a thousand hand sanitizers to his local school district, and then an additional 150 to the police, fire department, and public library. This kind of stuff's going on worldwide because this is a worldwide crisis, and you are seeing it in all corners of the globe. People reaching out in ways that. Uh, that lift your spirits and restore your faith, I think. Good stuff. Yeah, I'm glad, I'm glad we did this because we definitely need stories like this uh, to remind us of good people out there, that there are good people still out there. Normally, we'd be talking about the Florida primary and Biden's big win last night across the country. But, of course, the coronavirus has put that uh, a little lower on the priority list. But it is important that Mark Logas anchored our coverage on WFL last night, Decision 2020, when the returns came in. He will be here live to analyze them and the race for president coming up at 10 after 8. Now, the uh, one-word texting poll, Yaffe, you've been keeping tally, and the vote is still open. Pose that for folks who have yeah. yet to vote. Yeah, here's the question. How do you rate President Trump's handling of the coronavirus crisis? You can text either great good fair or bad to two three six eight zero right now most of our audience definitely think trump is doing a great job 90 people have said great 16 people have said good two people have said fair four people have said bad you can vote either text great good fair or bad to two three six eight zero seven fifty eight right now alan with the news But the U.S. coronavirus death toll hits triple digits and the governor shuts down bars and nightclubs in Florida. Those stories and others, plus traffic and weather together in just two minutes. It is 7.58 on Good Morning Orlando.
WFLF Pine Hills, Orlando, WMGF HD3 Mount Dora, Orlando, W226BT Orlando, and W231CT Orlando. News Radio WFLA Orlando, an iHeart radio station. Good morning, Orlando. Great to have you with us on the 50,000-watt front porch here on a Wednesday at 8 o'clock as we update once again Central Florida's news, weather, and traffic for you on News Radio WFLA Orlando on FM 94.1, FM 93.1, and still an AM 540. I'm Bud Hedinger. And I'm Alan Spector. Our top stories this hour, the coronavirus toll continues to rise and Joe Biden wins Florida more in one minute. Full primary election analysis with our colleague Mark Logus coming right up on Good Morning Orlando. 802 on News Radio WFLA Orlando. The total of coronavirus cases worldwide now tops 203,000 with more than 8,000 deaths. The number of confirmed cases in the U.S. is now above the 6,000 mark. The death toll from the illness has topped 100 in this country. Every state has at least one case after West Virginia reported its first yesterday. There are 216 confirmed cases in Florida, along with seven deaths. The coronavirus pandemic is prompting Governor Ron DeSantis to shut down Florida's bars and nightclubs for 30 days. We don't want large crowds of people congregating right now. We want to have enough isolation uh, so that the virus has more difficulty spreading throughout the community. The new rules took effect last night. The governor also announced that public colleges and universities will transition to online only for the rest of the school year. And testing requirements for K-12 through students are canceled for the school year. Public school campuses will be closed through at least April 15th, and the schools will be given more flexibility to start distance learning programs. President Trump is confirming creation of a massive economic stimulus proposal. It's going to be big, it's going to be bold, and the uh, level, again, of enthusiasm to get something done, I don't think I've ever seen anything quite like it. Treasury Secretary Steve Mnuchin suggested that the aim is to flood the struggling economy with money. He said the administration is looking at sending checks to Americans immediately. The Washington Post is reporting that the stimulus plan will be about $850 billion. If you're just joining us because we talked about it earlier, we'll get back into this in our 8.30 half hour. This news brought to you by Trusco Bank, Florida's hometown bank. It was another big night for Joe Biden with Democratic presidential primary victories in Illinois, Arizona, and here in Florida. He took 62% of the vote in the Sunshine State, easily outdistancing Bernie Sanders, who got 23%. Biden reached out to Sanders supporters. I hear you. I know what's at stake. I know what we have to do. Our goal as a campaign and my goal as a candidate for president is to unify this party and then to unify the nation. In the Florida Republican primary, President Trump collected 94% of the vote. And anchoring our Decision 2020 coverage when the returns came in last night was our colleague Mark Logus. He'll be joining us live in just a moment. After scrubbing the launch this past weekend, SpaceX will try to send up 60 Starlink satellites from the Kennedy Space Center in about... 11 minutes from now, liftoff of a Falcon 9 rocket is scheduled for 816 from launch pad 39A. This will be the sixth round of satellites that SpaceX has lofted for Starlink. And if it goes, we're going to take it live. It looks like Tom Brady 
may have already decided on his next spot in the NFL, and it's not far from here. From the Bay State to Tampa Bay, according to multiple reports, Tom Brady will sign a deal with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers that will pay him $30 million per season. The deal is essentially done, barring anything unforeseen, but no official date of when this deal will be confirmed. The 42-year-old quarterback surprised some on Tuesday when he announced he would be leaving the New England Patriots after two decades with them, where he led the Pats to six Super Bowl wins. Now, if the Bucs deal does become official, the question now is if Brady will be allowed to sport the number 12 that currently belongs to Tampa receiver Chris Godwin Matt Napolitano Fox News yeah usually there's some wheeling and dealing that goes on when a player changes teams and wants somebody else's number I think Tom Brady can afford to negotiate with Chris Godwin I would hope so it'll be hard to imagine him in a Bucks uniform or any other uniform but I'm glad he's going to be close by here this is exciting WFLA news time is 805 how to work from home without going stir crazy Find some ideas online at WFLAOrlando.com. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at WFLA Orlando. The third hour of Good Morning Orlando starts now. News Radio WFLA Orlando is available everywhere with the iHeartRadio app. Now number one for podcasting. News Radio WFLA Orlando, an iHeartRadio station. Voting still open on one-word texting poll. We want to know, how do you rate President Trump's handling of the coronavirus crisis? Text either great, good, fair, or bad to 23680. Full primary analysis from Mark Logus, our colleague who anchored our election coverage last night, Decision 2020. He's coming up in a moment, so let's clear the decks and get to that as quickly as we can, Alan. Right after an update of Orlando's news, weather, and traffic in just two minutes on Good Morning Orlando. It is 8.06. Another coronavirus headline for you. Testing capability continues to lag here and across the country, but President Trump says the government is stepping up the distribution of coronavirus test kits. During that uh, coronavirus briefing at the White House yesterday, the president said the FDA will be taking new steps to help increase testing availability and call the coronavirus an invisible enemy. He also vowed that the economy will come back very rapidly when we defeat the enemy. Updates at least every 10 minutes in our top stories on Good Morning Orlando. Now on FM 94.1, still on FM 93.1, 107.7 HD3, AM 540, and the iHeart Radio app. This is News Radio WFLA Orlando. Time for the coronavirus. Big story playing out in the political arena, of course. The race for the Democrat presidential nomination. And um, the matchup for the fall is to who's going to take on President Donald Trump. We're getting a clearer picture on all of that and so much more from the Florida primary and other primary results. And let's get perspective on it right now from our colleague and good friend, Mark Logus, who anchored our coverage on WFLA last night of Decision 2020. Mark, welcome to Good Morning Orlando. Great to have you on again. Thanks, Bud. Nice to be on the 50,000-watt front porch. (laughs) What can you tell us? What are your thoughts? Well, my thoughts were a couple weeks ago when Biden all of a sudden started uh, getting these endorsements. It reminded me a lot of McCain in Florida in 2008. I don't know if you recall, but, you know, he came in, I believe, on a Greyhound bus. He had no funds. And the day before the Tuesday primary, from the top to the bottom, Republicans' uh, leadership endorsed McCain. And I see the same thing happening with Biden. And I see the same thing happening that happened to McCain in 2008 to Biden in 2020. It's not going to help him. Uh, Biden needs to pick a viable running mate. Excuse me. And that running mate has got to be a female. We are in the 100th anniversary of the 19th Amendment, a woman's right to vote. Right. 
And the fact that you've got two elderly white guys in their late 70s as opposed to a female, I think a female on the ticket would do far more challenging harm, if you will, to Trump than Biden ever will. So who does he pick? It's either going to be Hillary Clinton, because she's a known entity, or it's going to be Val Demings, I think. Uh, oh, really? Whoa, 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 whoa. That's interesting, because I touted her when she got that job on the, you know, the impeachment uh, committee and right. all of this. I said they're manager. grooming her for something big. But I would have thought Kamala Harris would have come out of your mouth before Val Demings. No way. She's damaged goods. She, she's got problems as attorney general out in California. The whole Sandra Merritt case has revealed what she's done and the money she's taken and how crooked she was with that. And her own family's not endorsing her. They, you know, Her father called her out early on in the election, said she was a liar, that her background was nothing like she was suggesting it was. And she couldn't get more really than 3 4 5% of the vote. So but Biden couldn't do that in 2008 either, and look where he is today. Um, wow, you know, Val Demings, that's very interesting. I mean, th th this checks a couple of, you know, the all-inclusive Democrat Party's boxes, woman, black woman. Right, right. And, uh, you know, this, this, this nonsense that Biden is so close, he's a big challenger. You and I can remember Walter Mondale and how close the 1980 election uh, was going to, or the 1984 election was going to be. You right. remember Jimmy Carter, 1980, too close to call, exit poll show Carter ahead. The media is the problem here. And, uh, you know, elections have consequences. That's the other thing I think that people are not taking into account, that elections have consequences. Take a look at our own state attorney, Arima Sayala. She took $1.4 million from George Soros. What has she done? Denounced the death penalty, cases reassigned, open war with sheriffs, dismissing serious criminal cases, some involving yeah. sex crimes with compelling evidence, plea bargaining down. And, you know, I, I brought this up last night. Attorney General William Barr has called out these what he calls rogue DAs or state attorneys that they're promoting their social justice. Yeah. And in the cities and the towns that they are doing this, we have seen an, a tick, an uptick in crime. So Elections have consequences. Elections have consequences, bud. You know that. I mean, well, I do know that, and I know that Ayala's not running again. Uh, no, we also not, have damage our, is done. We have our eyes on the SpaceX launch T minus yep. one minute and counting. Before you go, yep. observations on how smoothly the election went in Central Florida last night and the turnout always low for the primary. The coronavirus factor on that. Yeah, it was it was a, a low from what we don't even have final numbers today. A lot of the polling areas, especially in South Florida, workers just didn't even show up. So there were some problems down in South Florida. Central Florida seemed to run quite smoothly, to be honest with you. But voter turnout seemed pretty low. Uh, important races to local folks, uh, but out of all the races, I only recognize maybe five or six names, and I'm pretty savvy when it comes to candidates who are running for local. Office. I understand. So it, it was pretty unsexy, but very important to our democracy to, to have these elections take place yesterday. Thanks for the great work you did last night for us on Decision 2020, covering the returns as they came in here on News Radio WFLA Orlando, our good friend and colleague, Mark Logos. Thank you, my friend. You're very welcome, bud. Take care. All right, 10 seconds to go. The SpaceX launch. Let's go to the count. Six, five, four, three, two, one, zero. To the east, you'll see it.
There she goes, SpaceX sending up 60 Starlink satellites from the Kennedy Space Center. Lift off of the Falcon 9 rocket. All looks good it's from here. It's 40 seconds, and we've just had liftoff of our Falcon 9 vehicle, taking Power our Starlink payload to its targeted deployment orbit. We are now throttling down and throttling back up in preparation for Max-Q, which is coming up here in about 10 seconds or so. Max-Q is the maximum aerodynamic pressure that the vehicle sees throughout ascent, okay, so this is the largest structural load that the vehicle will see. Should hear that call out in about five seconds. Maximum aerodynamic pressure. And there's that call out for Max Q, confirmation that we've just passed through Max Q. All right, Coming we'll continue to follow the launch of the uh, SpaceX Falcon 9 rocket. You should be able to see it in most locations looking out to the Cape. Alan will have more on the launch as we continue to track it from the Cape in the news at 8.30. An update on Orlando's news, weather and traffic here in two minutes. Glad you're with us. Good morning, Orlando. Headlines now from the White House and Trump tweets coming in while we've been on the air. A couple of them here for you now. The president, I always treated the Chinese virus very seriously and have done a very good job from the beginning, including my very early decision to close the borders from China against the wishes of almost all. Many lives were saved. The fake news narrative is disgraceful and false. And I will be having a news conference today, the president tweets, to discuss very important news from the Federal Drug Administration concerning the Chinese virus. Stay tuned for updates at least every 10 minutes in the top stories on Good Morning Orlando. News Radio WFLA Orlando is available everywhere with the iHeartRadio app. Now number one for podcasting. News Radio WFLA Orlando, an iHeartRadio station. Welcome back to Good Morning Orlando. I am Melissa Fox, along with Michael Yaffe, a master control, the Bud Man in the main talk show studio. And we have a one-word texting poll going on right now. The question is, how do you rate President Trump's handling of the coronavirus crisis? You can text your response, either great, good, fair, or bad, to our text line. The number is 23680. Again, the one-word texting poll question, how do you rate President Trump's handling of the coronavirus crises? Text either great, good, fair, or bad to 23680. Michael, you have a tally so far? Uh, actually, I do. Um, we, uh, by far, most of the audience is great, which you would expect, but we have 134 people say Trump is doing a great job 24 people say good, three people say fair, and seven people say bad. All right, we'll keep the polls open until 9 o'clock. We'll have another update just before we wrap up the show. Thanks again to Mark Logus, um, a longtime colleague here, and um, the professor, you know, he's great. He's, he's, uh, he's, he's just a, a, a tremendously knowledgeable guy in so many things, in politics in particular, right in his wheelhouse. He anchored our 2020 Decision 2020 coverage last night of the Florida primary. I can tell you that it's all about delegates and the race for 1,991 of them to secure on the first ballot uh, the Democrat presidential nomination when they have their convention this summer. And um, 1,991 is the uh, is the goal. Last night, Biden, uh, by virtue of his victory, 62% to 23% uh, over Bernie Sanders in the Florida primary, got 130 additional delegates to 48 for Sanders. 
He also got a big delegate advantage in Illinois and Arizona. And right now, it's uh, for Joe Biden in the chase for 1991. It is 1,147 delegates total and uh, 861 for Bernie Sanders. Now, I did a little math here before the show, and I was looking at the number of delegates that are still out there with the remaining primaries across the country. There are 1,532 delegates that are still available, okay? So Biden isn't in 1991 yet, and it's, it's up for grabs whether he ever gets there. By my calculation, if Biden were to win 60% of the remaining delegates, he would pick up 919 more delegates. He would go over the top ahead of the 1991 needed for the nomination. He'd have 2,066. But if he slips down to 55, 56% or less, he will not go to the convention having enough nominations to uh, enough delegates to secure the nomination. And then you get a brokered convention. Bernie would have to earn about, win about 80% of the remaining delegates to get over 1,991. Nobody, neither one of these guys are going to win 80%, and Bernie most certainly is not. Um, so if anybody gets a first ballot nomination, it is Biden, but this thing could still be up for grabs. You got the super delegates who come into play after the first ballot, Yaffe, and uh, then who knows what happens with the Democrats. Mm. I don't think it's up for grabs. I think Biden's got it. You I sure? mean, I just don't see it's a, a situation where uh, Bernie Sanders can somehow. So my this. vote for Yang didn't mean anything. Oh, it meant one vote. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> yep, that's about it. That's about it. You know, but here's the deal on all of that. Um, <laughs> supposing Biden gets gaff prone, looks fuzzier in the head than ever. He's slipping slowly into senility. Anybody can see that, although nobody officially ever wants to talk about it. And in the media, they don't use words like that. You know, but I'm sorry. I call him as I see him. And he staggers into the convention at 1991 or short of it. I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do. I, I I wouldn't be surprised to see him say, we cannot put this man out there to run for president of the United States against Donald Trump. It's not going to work. We need to beat Trump. What are we going to do? And then I don't know what they do. I don't know if they default to Hillary or what happens here. But high drama for the Democrats, and I think nothing but headaches. But for the time being, no question about it. Uh, Biden is the choice of the party, simply because they'd have nowhere else to go. That's how I see it. Good morning, Orlando. Butt-heading around Inspector Mike Yaffe and Melissa Fox with you on the 50,000-watt front porch until 9 o'clock. 17 minutes ago, if you were with us, you heard the SpaceX launch. And, uh, Alan, you've been watching it ever since. What do you have? Another 60 Starlink Internet satellites are headed for orbit after that successful launch of a SpaceX Falcon 9 rocket from Pad 39A at Kennedy Space Center. Three, two, one, zero. Liftoff came on time at 8.16. SpaceX tried to launch last weekend, but a technical glitch had forced a scrub. This news brought to you by Trustco Bank, Florida's hometown bank. The coronavirus is responsible for at least two more deaths in Florida. 
The Department of Health announcing that residents of Broward and Manatee counties have died of COVID-19, which brings the statewide death toll to seven. Big changes for students in Florida as a result of coronavirus. Governor Ron DeSantis announcing that all testing requirements for kids K through 12 are canceled for the school year. Parents may, at their discretion, choose to keep their child in the same grade for the 2021 school year. Uh, K through 12 grades will not be calculated for 2019-2020. DeSantis also announced school campuses will be closed through at least April 15th. And speaking of closings, DeSantis is shutting down Florida's bars and nightclubs for 30 days. But as we discussed, he is not forcing the closure of restaurants and our beaches. And beaches will remain open on the Space Coast. Yesterday, the Cocoa Beach City Commission declared a state of emergency but decided to keep beaches open for now. City Manager James McKnight might propose ways to restrict the number of people who can use the beach at a given time. Joe Biden is celebrating a lopsided victory in the Florida presidential preference primary, taking 62% of the Democratic vote compared to 23% for Bernie Sanders. Biden also beat Sanders in Illinois and Arizona, but sought to win over the Vermont senator's supporters by pointing out similarities between the two. Senator Sanders and I may disagree on tactics, but we share a common vision for the need to provide affordable health care for all Americans, reduce income inequity that has risen so drastically, to tackling the existential threat of our time, climate change. As you might expect, there was no contest on the Republican side in Florida with President Trump getting 94% of the vote. And he now has enough to secure the Republican nomination. Elsewhere. Despite the National Hockey League being in limbo because of coronavirus, the Philadelphia Flyers mascot, Gritty, wants to be the shining orange light in the darkness. Taking to Twitter, the mascot said he's very clean because his home is wrapped in toilet paper and the virus can't get in. <laughs> Gritty said he's happy because the most adorable creatures seem to be immune, meaning dogs, small children, and possibly Gritty himself. Gritty also offered some philosophy, asking, if we are lonely together, can we really be lonely? <laughs> Gritty signed his message, peace, love, sanitizer, waves. <laughs> A life in coronavirus world. <laughs> the philosophy of Gritty. <laughs> Sometimes cake just makes things better. Sometimes, always Cake makes things better. I agree. A bakery in San Francisco is now delivering quarantine cakes, and they're a hit. They all come with a PSA on top, such as wash your hands or don't touch your face. The owner says she came up with the idea as a way to stay afloat amid the citywide closures in San Francisco. In fact, the business just had its busiest day ever. She says comfort food is one of the things that'll get people through this. You know, there are businesses that are doing great, great business right now. It's not all bad news. Good sometimes, story. Sometimes you just have to be creative. Yep. And finally, can we make jokes about coronavirus? During a stand-up gig the other night, comedian Norm MacDonald took a shot at it. I, I wasn't going to talk about the coronavirus. <laughs> but on the way here, I got really ill. We, he turned on the radio, Jeremy, and the guy was like, uh, well, there's uh, been so far 11 cases, 50, <laughs> 200. 
I don't feel good. You know, you're like, oh, this is not good. Well, it's funny how Big Pharma is so evil till now. <laughs> it's like, what is it, $200 a pill? Yeah, that's good. That's fine. I'll take it. <laughs> Give me all you got. But it was a good idea you made. It was a good choice tonight to come out and sit beside total strangers. Coronavirus comedy from Norm MacDonald. <laughs> it works pretty well, doesn't it? Yeah. I think we, we need some more of that. You can find more on these stories on the Good Morning Orlando page at WFLAOrlando.com and listen to the Elsewhere podcast on the iHeartRadio app. Just look for Elsewhere. With Alan Spector. None better. You are awesome, my friend. All right, coming up here in a moment, one more time, because it is so important and so monumental in the middle of the coronavirus crisis, cash to workers and businesses, Trump's trillion-dollar plan. We'll talk about it one more time here in a moment, and we invite you to join us right after we update Orlando's news, weather and traffic in two minutes on Good Morning Orlando. Updating headlines now. The governor is taking drastic steps to reduce the spread of the coronavirus. Ron DeSantis issued an executive order yesterday that closes all bars and nightclubs in this state for the next 30 days. In addition, restaurants will have to limit their capacity to 50% of what it was, and seated parties must be separated by six feet or more. DeSantis also encouraging restaurants to expand their takeout options. Updates at least every 10 minutes in the top stories on Good Morning Orlando. Now on FM 94.1. Still on FM 93.1. News Radio WFLA Orlando. And still on AM 540. But in that vein, some restaurants, fast food restaurants, have closed their seating areas, and that's causing a problem, Melissa. Yes, it is. A lot of our uh, over-the-road truckers are not able to drive through the drive-through, drive-up windows. Yeah, you can't get the big rig in there. Right, and the dining room is closed, as you said, so if a truck driver walks up and pulls on the door, it's locked. If they walk away and you're sitting there eating your lunch in the parking lot, maybe you offer to drive through for them to get their meal because uh, it's just these guys are keeping us rolling. You know, they may have a whole load of toilet paper and the guy can't get lunch. That ain't right. Yeah, oh, I agree with you. That's a great point. And I get some folks out there. I know them well, well enough to know their hearts and, and they'll be looking out for the truckers. Thanks for that. Hadn't heard of that before. Great point. Now on this massive trillion dollar coronavirus relief package, the president and his Treasury Secretary Steve Mnuchin are about to pitch to Congress. Let's uh, listen to Mnuchin here saying it's all about job one, money going to millions of hard-pressed Americans ASAP. We're looking at sending checks to Americans immediately. Americans need cash now, and the president wants to get cash now. And I mean now in the next two weeks. Later, Mnuchin was on Capitol Hill trying to convince lawmakers to back the president's huge emergency coronavirus relief package. I think Congress right now should be concerned about the American workers and small business. You know interest rates are incredibly low, so there's very little cost of borrowing this money. And uh, as I've said, in different times, we'll fix the deficit. This is not the time to worry about it. This is the time that hardworking Americans are impacted by government decisions. That's when the government has to step up to put money into the economy. The president wants to put money in the economy now. This is where if there are people 
and small businesses that can't make payroll because their business has ceased to exist. We've told people in restaurants, don't go into restaurants. Uh, we want to make sure that those business owners have money to pay their employees. Uh, what we now know, it is a reporter that they're talking about within the next two weeks, if they can get it done, sending a $1,000 check to every working adult American and maybe $500 to each kid. It's not clear, but the numbers are massive. This would cost $250 billion. And in addition to these direct cash payments by check, um, they're talking about a payroll tax cut as well. That takes us up over a half a billion, another two to three hundred billion in small business assistance, 50 bill to 100 bill in airline and hotel and other industry relief. The numbers are massive. Nobody's talking about corresponding spending cuts. You know, it's all about the urgency and the emergency and the uniqueness of this situation. Mnuchin warning Congress that our unemployment rate could go up to levels not seen since the Great Depression. If this is not done, if we don't keep people and businesses afloat, we could have 20% unemployment. It's now 3.5%. President Trump asked about the coronavirus throwing the U.S. into a recession, and he said that is not his main concern, that it's all about helping Americans and saving lives now, and that if we can weather this storm together, much brighter days lie ahead. I don't think in terms of recession. I, I think in terms of getting it out because uh, when we're finished with the virus, we will win. We will win. And when that victory takes place, our economy is going to go through the roof. Right. It is so pent up. It is so built up. It is so ready to go uh, in, a, in an upward direction. Uh, but we have to knock out this enemy. So I don't think in terms of recession, not recession, it, it's words. All right, now, the numbers are unimaginable, and as a fiscal conservative, I am choking and gagging on this, but I'll be doggoned if I can figure out what else we could do. It seems to me doing nothing would be worse. What are your thoughts on what the president is pitching? 407-916-5400. Hit the text line, first name in town if you'd like, 23680. Standard message and data rate supply. And participate in our one-word texting poll because the final vote is just moments away. How do you rate President Trump's handling of the coronavirus crisis? Text either great, good, fair, or bad to 23680. Headlines breaking news from the Cape. We watched the SpaceX launch. It seemed to go well, but Alan has an update. Normally, eight minutes after a SpaceX launch, we see the first stage land on a ship offshore. I was watching the SpaceX.com uh, official feed, right. and I mentioned to you when I came back to do the 830 News, I hadn't seen anything about a landing. Turns out they missed it this time. Didn't hit the platform. Did not hit the platform. But the satellites are headed for orbit. Everything else looks fine with the uh, Starlink Internet Satellite Mission. Updates at least every 10 minutes in our top stories right here on Good Morning Orlando. Use your smart speaker. Tell Alexa to play News Radio Orlando from iHeartRadio. Text line on the president's big trillion dollar plan for coronavirus relief, checks to Americans, all kinds of aid for businesses and hard pressed industries to the tune of a trillion dollars plus. Uh, yes, uh, one person says. The government assistance should be relative to the taxpayer's contribution based on reported income. 
doesn't look like it's going to be that. It looks no. like to get it done quickly, they're not going to have everybody qualify. You know, everybody gets a thousand bucks. Maybe their kids get five hundred. It's not fully formulated, but you know, except for the fact Mnuchin said millionaires aren't going to be getting checks. I don't know what the cutoff is, but everybody else is going to get these checks, and it's not going to be yaffy, as far as I understand. There's not going to be variable according to need or income or something. No. In fact, even if you could check income, that doesn't mean the person doesn't have like a half million dollars in the bank. Right. Yeah, or some offshore account in the Bahamas or something. Yeah, like you and me. Yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, okay, fair enough. Your thoughts on all of this. Yaffe, you've been chomping at the bit. Every time we bring this up, you want to weigh in. Yeah, my biggest concern is that this is going to set a really bad precedent, one that Every crisis, we're going to send out checks to the American people. But two, you know, after the Obama stimulus, not where he sent out checks, but right after the crash, they passed a big stimulus package. That spending was basically built into budgets for years after that stimulus. The spending didn't really go down until sequestration. So if we're going to do this, we have to make sure it's a one-time thing that we're not totally transforming the entire economy permanently that it's just one-time thing, and then we really got to start thinking about how to rein in spending, which yeah, I one, don't think they'll ever and do. And one texture points out, you know, how long how often we keep on doing this? I mean, $1,000, most people's monthly rent is more than that. What happens next month, you know? Yeah, and it depends how long this quarantine is going to last. If this lasts for months, we're going to, what are we going to send them every month? Is that going to be good enough? I mean, Trump's already saying, you know, you can look for us to be in some serious trouble into the midsummer here. Some are saying in one form or another, we're going to be dealing this for a year or more. But we have a lot of people who are impacted through no fault of their own by the coronavirus and there are people who legitimately will need help. And, and doing nothing seems worse. What are you going to do? Are right. you going to allow businesses to just go out of existence? Airlines, major hotel chains that just shut down and never open up again? All the small businesses that are already in desperate shape almost overnight and don't have those kind of reserves. Well, if people are hurting the United Ways out there, there's a lot of programs on the low level for social stuff to help out, get your bills paid or extended as well. Michael? Yes, um, you want to get to that one more texting call? I results? do. Oppose it one more time and give us the final count, Yaffe. Yeah, how do you rate President Trump's handling of the coronavirus? The vast majority of our audience, of course, says great. About 200 people have said great. Uh, about 24, I'm sorry, 27 people have said good. Three people have said fair. And seven people said bad. Better part of 250 votes. Fantastic. We do appreciate your input there. Before we go, a lot of you working at home who normally would be catching us on the radio driving to work, still a great way to stay connected to us on WFLA and Good Morning Orlando, Melissa. That's right. Get your skills up. Alexa, play News Radio Orlando on iHeartRadio. Or if you've got the Google set up, Google, play WFLA Orlando. Set up your smart speaker today for News Radio WFLA. Give them that one more time. I got sure. time for it. And you got to get it right because Alexa cuts you no slack. You got to get every word right. You must say, Alexa, play News Radio Orlando on iHeartRadio. Or Google, play WFLA Orlando. And that'll do it for a jam packed edition to Good Morning Orlando in the era. Of the coronavirus, they seem to all be that way. We're already working on tomorrow's show. We invite you to join us from 6 until 9. And still then, uh, practice your your social distancing. Don't touch your face. There you go. From all of us, thank you. God bless you and God bless America. Now is the time and wherever you are is the place. The Citadel makes it easier to earn your degree. 
By offering master's degrees, graduate certificates, and undergraduate degree completion programs that are entirely online. Flexible scheduling makes these programs convenient for working professionals. Online classes are held to the same high standards that consistently name the Citadel, the number one master's granting public college in the South. The Citadel. Online. On your time. Visit citadel.edu slash online.